Hi, and thanks for listening. Today we're talking about Squat Up, and we're presenting the second part of our interview with Jason Azevedo from Realmsmith.tv. If you've been following our social media, it's been an exciting week for us here at Fort Nerd, as we're finally able to reveal what we've been working on for the past few months. Two Dungeons & Dragons streams, raising money for Duchenne muscular dystrophy research through Jesse's journey. Taking place on September 26th at 12.30 Eastern, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, Quest for the Cure sees an amazing group of heroes squat up for this incredible cause. Game 1 is at 12.30 Eastern and features A.J. Fry, a well-known television host and gamer who's interviewed hundreds of amazing actors, gamers, and creators. It also features Velvet Valhalla, who hosts a nerdlesque show called Peep Show Toronto and hosts a podcast called Sissy That Talk. Rachel Seely is an actress and streamer, and she, along with recording artist, actress, and composer Ali Ganino, are members of the hit D&D ensemble Girls, Guts, Glory, which is by far one of the most popular D&D shows on Twitch. They're joined by Tori Provenzano, a squad-up ambassador and spokesperson for Jesse's Journey, who's a bit of a pop culture fanatic and a trivia whiz kid. Our second game is just as packed with talent as our first. It's happening at 8pm on September 26th. We have actor and streaming legend B. Dave Walters, best-selling author Sam Maggs, Dungeons & Dragons Adventurers League community manager Amy Lindazura, who, full disclosure, was my first ever streamed game Dungeon Master. We have comedian Emma Wakelin. We have Squad Up Ambassador and spokesperson Eric Morden, who's very excited to be joining this cast for his first streamed Dungeons & Dragons game. And finally, we have legendary Dungeons & Dragons creator Ed Greenwood. He's an author of more than 400 books and is best known for creating the Forgotten Realms campaign setting. Yes, that Ed Greenwood. It's amazing to me how generous these creators are with their time, and I'm very excited to be working with them on this important project. We're also being supported by some amazing sponsors. D&D Beyond is supporting us again and has contributed three sourcebook bundles worth almost $400 US each. These bundles contain everything you could possibly need to create a character on D&D Beyond. Anybody who donates $10 or more during our streams and subject to certain other legal conditions, is eligible to win. These are exciting prizes, and we're so grateful to D&D Beyond again for generously donating this year. To learn more about what's happening on the weekend of September 26th, and to check out our full list of sponsors, and the silent auction we're using, which is full of great buys, you can visit fortnerd.com slash squadup. Now, our stream is definitely the gem in our Squad Up weekend, but it isn't the only thing we're doing in support of the charity. On Thursday and Friday night, Geeks United is hosting a series of Dungeons & Dragons Adventures League games to raise money, and they lead into the epic multi-table adventure Hecatomb that's happening on Sunday afternoon. To learn more about these Dungeons & Dragons Adventures League games, you can check out the full schedule at geeksunited.com. That's Geeks United with a Z, not an S. G-E-E-K-Z, United. That's Z for our friends south of the border. 
On Sunday night, as always, over at the Talon and Claw Twitch channel, we're hosting our Sea of Thieves stream, but we're looking at maybe making it an extra long edition. We're also giving away, to a lucky donor of $10 or more, one of those D&D Beyond Sourcebook bundles I mentioned previously. So if you're able to join us at 9pm Eastern or 6pm Pacific, you can get in on all the Sea of Thieves shenanigans you can take. We stream at twitch.tv slash talonnclaw. That's talon, letter N, claw. As you can see, this weekend is jam-packed with events in support of this charity, and I absolutely can't wait to reveal everything we have in store. I can't say anything more about that yet, but what I can tell you is that up next is the second part of my interview with Jason Azevedo, President and Celebrity Dungeon Master for Realmsmith.tv. I hope you enjoy. I was able to do that. Nice. So um, in the past, you've been a digital artist, a lead creative in the digital space, as you mentioned, been a corporate executive. How has your past experience influenced the development of Realmsmith over the past few years? Yeah, um, I think something that even in our initial calls with WizKids um, and even with D&D, I think that one thing that that is apparent about Realmsmith is it's run by business people. Um, my partner, Joel, is a very um, successful business and man and entrepreneur. My other partner, Tim, same thing. Um, and myself has, have been involved at high levels of business. So I think that that's how we treat it. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes that's rare in this industry. Um, and, you know, people get into it not quite understanding what it takes to get to where you need to go. Uh, and so we all came in with a lot of skills and a lot of tools. I mean, everything from our stream, we do ourselves. Joel um, produced and created the music. He's an incredibly talented musician and created the music for our intro. I did all of the, the graphics. I do all the graphic and interface design for the stream as well as all of the illustrations of our characters. Um, and so I think that is what may, kind of, you know, has led to Realmsmith's success is the fact of, is the skill set that we came into this whole thing kind of with. Um, yeah, I, I think that, that that has made a huge difference in what we have been able to bring to the table. Uh, and, and beyond that too, now, uh, when you subscribe on Twitch uh, at diff various levels of subscription, you enter the private pirate revelry and we have hundreds of, of role players role playing in pirate speak on our discord right now nice. and going on quests that our mods are creating and buying ships um, and, and are part of our, of our stream to the point where we had two of the captains of two of the ships from our community show up in our stream as and NPCs. the things that they're doing. Yeah. Nice. As NPCs and they, and the stuff that they're doing on their quest is actually affecting stuff that's happening in game. Very cool. So the community, and we've always wanted to do that. And that's us just wanting to gamify our, our stream um, coming out of the game industry as Joel and I have. So right. um, I think that that's just, you know, all of that stuff that we're doing, I think, and that thinking outside the box and evolving the space comes from our, our experiences in the, in the business and, and game design world. So is there anything you wish you knew before you started the company that you've learned over the past yeah. three years, like something is like, oh, I wish I knew this three years ago. Oh, so much, so much. Um, the biggest, the biggest lessons I've learned um, are on the box side of the business. Cause that was a whole new type of business. Um, and 
you know, I would say that uh, in uh, we would have absolutely created the infrastructure for that box business before we started if we had known. That's a big one, huge one. Uh, when it comes to support, we didn't know how, how big the support needs would be. We didn't know necessarily how big fulfillment would be. Um, There's a lot of things that I wish we had put into place before we started that business. Uh, and we've learned our lessons, unfortunately, stumbling along the way. Um, but our, you know, our supporters have, have stood behind us in that. Um, you know, I would have run my Kickstarter a lot differently than we did, uh, potentially. Uh, there's a lot of things we learned on that end. Uh, on the streaming side, not necessarily. Um, I think that we stepped into it and did all the things that we needed to, um, I think, to get to where we are. And I think it's going well. Um, mm-hmm. And, and one thing that we did do that I'm proud of is built the relationships that we did. And so, you know, with the relationships that we had, just because I went to a lot of shows, and a lot of conventions, you know, we were kind of way more integrated into the industry and the community with certain influencers than we really should have been based on how long we've been in the industry. And I think that really comes to relationships um, and building those relationships. So... Pivoting to that point, you've partnered with some of the biggest names in the gaming industry like D&D, Sirenscape, Beetle and Grimm's, WizKids, HeroForge, and you've gamed and had guest starring Matt Lillard and B. Dave Walters and others. So how have you been able to develop such an impressive list of partners and guest stars and maintain it over time? Yeah, um, just being nice. <laughs> and I think it helps being Canadians. I mean, yes. I, I'm drinking a Caesar right now, which is a good Canadian drink. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I think that um, I think that that's a big thing is is just being nice, being kind, and and not taking um, and respecting their time and their resources. Um, being there to assist. I mean, we did a lot of. Hey, Jade, do you want to sponsor this? This, can you do that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, where other people may have money grabbed or really gone after um, a, a way to get, to monetize it. We, 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 uh, we really made a conscious decision to be there for people um, and just be cool and just be nice and, and not take advantage of people. That's been kind of the ability. I mean, WizKids was a huge stepping block for us. Yeah, for sure. And they introduced us to a lot of people, uh, Vallejo as well. Um, and then they were the opening door to a lot of different avenues. Um, but yeah, I think it's just being good people, as crazy as that sounds. You know, it's going to these, these shows, meeting people, and just being nice and, and building strong relationships before you start asking for stuff. Um, I think that's a big one. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, like you said, being Canadian, I think, has an advantage in that in, in <laughs> yeah. that way. We're predetermined yeah. toward being being polite, but I uh, I think that one of the things that I learned, I did a charity event uh, for a sick kids hospital four five years ago, and one of the things that we learned was you get nothing by not asking for it, sure. and polite persistence always pays off. Like you don't yeah. have to. You don't have to say something like just "Hey, haven't heard from you in a while. How are things going?" It it does pay off. So yeah, and it being in the right place at the right time is huge. Yeah. Um, and uh, there is so much value in just being at the shows. Us being at Origins and PAX and GaryCon were like monumental in our success. 
uh, in, in our forward momentum because we are actually with the people that, that are the influencers and make things happen. So that was a huge, huge benefit for us, massive benefit for us. Right. Okay. So you've got more than 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. The Kickstarter yeah. you mentioned uh, was funded in two days. Yeah. Um, you've been mentioned in Forbes. But I'm curious, is Dungeons & Dragons something your family knew about already? Or is it something you've learned in the business? Like, do they understand what you do? <laughs> they do. My, my daughter is uh, 16. My son's 13. Um, both have played D&D. My, my daughter's more now into Outer Banks and TikTok than she is into D&D. Right. Um, she's, she's moved on. She's on. I guess, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, my son is very much still into it. Um, we do play. Uh, he does play on our, uh, we have a noob stream where oh, we used to nice. walk people through our boxes uh, called Tales from the Shattered Shield. He would play with us uh, in that stream. Um, and he is now a commission painter. So he's doing actually commissions for for uh, some associates of mine because oh, he's, wow. he's, he's gotten to the point. Yeah, so so he loves the hobby side. Uh, he doesn't necessarily love the, the, the streaming side for himself. And so, yeah, they absolutely get it. My son has actually been to multiple shows with me and worked our booth um sometimes even solo oh, wow. <laughs> while i do my while i do my shows because we do a lot of um tutorials on show floor with mm -hmm. vallejo at different shows uh and so my son uh absolutely loves it and loves being a part of it and has been a a force to be reckoned with <laughs> at shows uh from, from a sales perspective so they absolutely get it but growing up uh you know with, with the satanic panic and everything yeah. that happened um you know it took a lot of game uh, to get my mom to allow me to kind of play back right. in back in the day. So, yeah. In addition to your Twitch stream, your tutorial videos, your adventure boxes, as you mentioned, you're a dad, a gamer, and you're a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst a whole host of other things. How yeah. do you find the time to balance all of these things that you do? I don't. <laughs> um, I don't. Um, I've lately, uh, with the pandemic and everything, I think that it's, it's caused everyone to kind of just slow down. Mm -hmm. It's forced everyone to take a breath. Um, and so I have to, because my passion is my job, it does bleed into life. It's not like I go to work nine to five and then come home and then be able to spend time with my family. So I just need to make sure that I spend time with my kids, um, and, and my girlfriend and all of that stuff when I have the time to do it. Um, and, and, or to make the time to do it rather. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, some of my hobbies like singing, I had to put aside, I had a band um, and we were, we've been together for many years and I had to say, you know, that has to take a bit of a back seat and then I'll just sing on stream sometimes <laughs> or go to karaoke on weekends or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, my whole hobby now has become, you know, I used to play a lot of Warhammer and paint a lot of Warhammer. And now I just, I'm focusing on D and D. So it's like all of my, all of my pursuits have kind of coalesced into a single sort of, um, uh, title life <laughs> as it is that has kind of cleared everything else out of my out of my life. So, um, yeah. What's What's next for Realmsmith? So you've got your adventure boxes, which hopefully will develop again once the pandemic ends. Your Twitch streams. Where Where do you go from here? What's next in the building yeah. of your empire? Yeah, <laughs> empire. That's funny. Um, I. Oh gosh, I got so many dreams. Um, I mean. It's kind of weird because we're want we're we are where I want it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, when we started this thing, uh, we were always like, "Oh, we if we could get on the D and D Twitch and we could, you know, get boxes out and we we did it." Um, but next, capitalize on this audience. How do great things 
and not get complacent? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we continue to evolve it? And so I think the next stage of Realmsmith is going to be not so much here's content that you can ingest, but how can we create content together? How can we use our to actually build a world and a, a narrative together? And that's that's what I think for me is really my vision for for Realmsmith moving forward, especially on the streaming side. Is how can we how can we have we that I know of stream to actually have um, audience interactions last, you know, in our, in our finale of into the mist, which is a Chris of straw campaign, we actually had people at home using bits to shoot volleys of arrows at zombies <laughs> on the table and removing zombies as, as that happened. So, and that was just kind of like the first sort of like test of that. We're going to have that something like that again um, at the end of this season. Um, but again, we have a whole, we have two ships of like 20 pirates each in the revelry right now who are just jonesing to, to uh, and be a part of it. And again, are chatting every day in our discord and role playing and we're creating quests for them. It's, it's pretty insane. So I think that that's probably the next evolution of Realmsmith is, is really bringing now the community into, to, to the fold and trying our best to, to create an interactive experience for, for them as well. Right. Okay. So what's, one thing about Realmsmith that people might not know, but you're really hoping that they learn or that you hmm. wish they did know. Hmm. Um, I think that there's a lot, actually, frankly. I think that, yes, we've had some success, and yes, we're on one of the, you know, uh, questionably the biggest channel being the D&D kind of home base. Um, yeah. but, but I still don't think the majority of people know who we are. So I think that before that i think that we really need to continue to work on building our audience um and that i do think that there's a lot of people out there don't, that don't necessarily know about us i mean we've seen the success that critical role has had um and a lot of people say oh that's a flash in the pan that'll never happen again um and um why not that that audience audience still is looking for content mm-hmm. and you know cutting us off at our legs. Why can't we try our best to create the next big thing? Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I think that as soon as we think we've arrived, it's done for us. Um, I, I don't think that that time will ever come until we've kind of gotten to the point. So, so right now we're just really focusing on building our bit, our, our, our audience. Um, and, and again, our community, um, and, and not necessarily a huge community. We don't need it in the millions. We want a nice core group of, of community. And, um, you know, there's, there's called the thousand where if you have a thousand committed fans, it's better than having a, a million non-committed fans. And so that is how can we service a close knit, dedicated community that allows us to do what we do? Yeah, no, and that's that's amazing. I think one of the things that really separates Realmsmith, especially your Twitch, is the production value, especially of Ties of Wildmount. I mean, you touched Thank on you. it. Yeah, it's incredible. I watched when I was preparing for this interview. I watched the beginning. I'm like, this is this is absolutely incredible. Um, Thank you. And I think obviously your talents as an artist played key into that because it, it seems it's playing through a lot of Realmsmith. So. There's lots of Twitch streams out there, but that I think is a key differentiator for you because it looks like a it looks like a professionally produced show. 
Thank you. Appreciate that. And, and we, we spent a lot of time and a lot of effort on that. Um, and I, it, you, like you said, the skill sets that we brought in when we started, um, you know, uh, Joel's day job, he's talked about it before, is he's the chief growth officer in Canada. Um, and so he, he brings a lot of um, um, and I bring the art and the design side mm-hmm. and, and I think it's felt um, within our streams. And there was something magical about into the mist that I don't think we're quite capturing in tides of wild mount yet because of the zoom format. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's something about us being around that table, switching that literally doesn't happen. I mean, other than critical role, there aren't a lot of streams out there that use miniatures and terrain live in a room or angles yeah. just doesn't happen yeah um you know uh, most of the time when you see that multi-camp camera angle sort of pr- approach it's pre-recorded and then edited um but we're doing it live which is nuts yeah so um but we love it and we cannot wait to get back together at the table yeah and and it's it's that i think that unique selling feature as well that that sets you apart so thank you uh, well, thanks very much for chatting with me today. I Thank really you. appreciated learning uh, learning more about you and, and some of the amazing things Realmsmith are doing. So uh, good luck with the rest of the pandemic. Thanks so much. You too. Stay safe. Take care. Thanks. Uh, all right. So I'll stop recording there. So that was the end of my interview with Jason Azevedo, president of Realmsmith.tv. I really want to thank him for chatting with me because I really appreciate it. Next week, I'm going to be talking to Cassandra McDonald, the author of Skullport, Shadow of Waterdeep, a best-selling DM Guild product. Until then, thanks for listening to Episode 3, and remember, if the die is cocked, it doesn't count.